Hey everyone, this is Brandon Shields, and today is Tuesday, April 21st, 2020. Welcome to episode three of our new podcast initiative designed to help you practice the way of Jesus in a time of global pandemic. I want to begin our time this morning by reading 2 Corinthians chapter 4 to you. I was thinking about this passage this previous weekend as a couple of our deacons taught at Soma on 2 Corinthians 5 and kind of the groaning that we have for our heavenly dwelling. It reminded me of a passage that I've been thinking about and meditating on for the last several weeks. In the chapter before that, 2 Corinthians 4, the Apostle Paul wrote these words. Um, so hear this. We have this treasure, the gospel message of Jesus, he says, in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. So death is at work in us, but life in you. I was thinking about this passage and then I came across a blog by a psychiatrist named Kurt Thompson, a guy that I've been reading a lot in the last several weeks. And he wrote this blog called A Body of Work. And he talked about here the reality of Zoom fatigue. Um, Or he says, for us, Zoom is the new four-letter word. And many of us are experiencing this fatigue, this exhaustion, feeling tired after days. I know for me, there's days when I'm up at six o'clock on Zoom meetings with our elders and all the way until eight or nine o'clock at night with our initial community, you're just, you're on Zoom all the time and it can be exhausting. And he said, one of the reasons why it's so exhausting for us is that human beings are used to using our bodies to communicate 85 to 90% of what we say. Our bodies are always, he says, sending and receiving mostly nonverbal cues, things like eye contact, tone of voice, facial expression, body language, and our gestures. He says, in a way, these are, these are ways that our bodies are present to one another and that our bodies are conditioned to send and also look for these signals to feel known, to feel loved, to feel safe. And our bodies are just constantly on the lookout for other bodies. And during the pandemic, the absence of this kind of body contact with others means that our cognitive functions have to work so much harder. And he says, he compares it to a cell phone that's looking for service and yet can't find it. He says that it drains our battery faster and we walk around just feeling tired. And certainly maybe you know what that's like to come to the end of the day and just be done with Zoom. I can't Zoom anymore. Um, And so one of the the byproducts of that, he says, there's been a shift in the last couple of weeks psychologically from, for many of us, from a feeling of anxiety and dread to one of irritability and anger. And he says that's because our bodies are created for movement. Our bodies are created to feel a sense of agency. And what the pandemic has done is forced us into a place of immobility or powerlessness. And it's really impacting our bodies and thus our ability to show up well. And it's making us angry, frustrated, and just feeling this general sense of irritability. One of the things that the coronavirus is reminding us of, I think, and, and, and Kurt Thompson's helping us understand, is this reality we've talked about a lot at SOMA over the years, that we are embodied creatures, what we call an embodied spirituality. 
The Bible says in Genesis chapter two that when God created human beings, he breathed his spirit, his life-giving ruach into our bodies. And we became what the Bible calls living souls. We are this beautiful combination of physicality and spirituality. Dust, we're created from the dust, and yet the spirit of God was breathed into us. We don't just have a body and soul. We are a unified body and soul. Last weekend, we just celebrated the physical resurrection of Jesus in Easter. The fact that God became flesh and rose from the dead with a new glorified body that we will one day share with him. The physical matters to God. Our bodies are created by God as gifts to be stewarded, to be cared for. Our bodies provide the power that we need to commune with God and cooperate with God missionally in the world. Our bodies have both gifts and opportunities to offer us as well as vulnerabilities and limitations. And in this pandemic, we are feeling a lot of our limitations. We are being reminded that we are limited and finite beings. And so for me, in terms of practice, that means that remembering our bodies and remembering to to daily care for our tired bodies is going to be crucial to our renewal. It's going to be crucial to giving us the energy and the vitality and the power that we need to live fully human lives for God. And so Kurt Thompson gives some practices for embodiment during pandemic, and I want to add a few of my own. Let me just give you some of these, and then we'll close with just a brief prayer. Um, He says, take several times a day, five to 10 minutes, and go for a walk. Get out into creation. He also says, while you're out on a walk, make sure to greet people, even strangers, like those cues, those interactions that we have are life-giving for our bodies, even if mentally we, we don't really value it that much. Don't underestimate the importance for your body. You're not just a cognitive being. You're not just a thinking thing. You are an embodied person. And even the act of raising your hand and waving to a neighbor provides a sense of normalcy for your body. Stand while you're working. Don't just sit throughout the day, but stand up and get your body moving. Your body was created for movement. It gives you energy. And so just pay attention to how much you're sitting during the day and take some stand-up breaks every 30 minutes or so. Help your body to reset. While you're standing, take, take some time. And while you're resting, take some time to sing and to worship. Pull up a YouTube video or a Spotify playlist and get out your favorite worship song and just belt it out to the Lord. Find a place in your car or in your basement or if you're at the office working, just find a place where you can maybe sing to the Lord. Body scans can be helpful uh, as well, just to lay down in a quiet room and from head to toe, feel your body. Start with the crown of your head, with your hair, and work your way down. Where do you feel anxious? Where do you feel frustrated? You literally can feel those things in your body. And as you're feeling those things, offer those parts of yourself up to God. Breath prayers, we've talked about those Um, in the morning and midday in the evening, just taking a moment to breathe in, come Lord Jesus or come Holy Spirit or take a piece of scripture and just meditate on that. Breathe in grace and delight and joy and breathe out your anxieties and worries and cares. Just that simple act of mindfulness and paying attention to your breath can put you back into your body. Um, Talk about your limitations. Talk about your anger. Talk about your irritability with a friend. That connection will help create a sense of community as you understand that you're not the only one that's going through this. You're not the only one. You're not alone in your frustration. These are just some practices 
that can help you embrace a more embodied spirituality, can help you manage the fatigue, manage the anxiety, manage the anger, maybe even the rage that is rising up as we move through this coronavirus together. I'm reminded here of a prayer of Teresa of Avila, who was a great spiritual writer. And she says this about our bodies, Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassionately on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. We are the body of Christ. Our name, Soma, means body. And it is only in this body that God will redeem, God will restore, God will bring renewal. And so it's so imperative, so critical, so essential that we care for our tired bodies. Let me close our time together by reading over you a portion of Romans 6 and Romans 8 meditatively. I want to encourage you right now just to stop or you are and pause and be still, to take several deep breaths, to feel your body head to toe. Maybe stand up, put your feet on the floor, ground yourself in the presence of God. Go for a quick prayer walk if you need to, but hear these words from the Apostle Paul. And I want you to imagine this being the reality that you're living in right now in your body. Paul writes, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. I love that imagery of presenting, standing before the King, standing before the Savior, Jesus, and presenting the members of our bodies, presenting our hands to Jesus today, presenting our legs and our feet and our toes and our noses and our mouths and our ears and our minds before Jesus to be utilized as an instrument for bringing healing and wholeness to the world. Let's present our bodies to God, our tired bodies to God, and ask him to save, to redeem, to restore today. Grace and peace to you as you go throughout this day in the presence of God.